You are now listening to Carly's Couch with Lextopia and Cece Fierce. Sometimes you feel like you're not where you need to be and it's hard dealing with those expectations. So this week we're doing a self-check to help you assess where you are and find a way to get back to you. Happy Monday. Welcome to the couch. Thanks for joining us on Carly's Couch today. It's me, it's Carly, it's you. Let's (laughs) get it. Well, technically cheers. Ain't no couch. So, I'd say technically cheers. Yeah. We downgraded to upgrade so you can see better posture in our videos when they don't cut out because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I phone be wilding. I see the comments. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that video went black. First of all, you was only supposed to watch the first couple minutes. <laughs> but we appreciate that you stayed for the whole thing. Right. But <laughs> we, I do like, and I think it's interesting that everybody watches the videos too, but we definitely want you to listen to the podcast as well. Share the podcast. Leave us a review. I don't even think we've gotten a review in 2020, and it's like February now. So I need y'all to listen, tune in. I know y'all be leaving comments on the site now, and I see them on YouTube, stuff like that. Um, so definitely, if you if you rock with us, if you like the podcast, leave a review on iTunes as well. We appreciate you. Yeah. And also, me and Carly have been kind of thinking about what else we can do as far as um, other interactions with our listeners. So I know we kind of been thinking about events and things we can do, but um, what do you guys think about some kind of a virtual event too? Maybe that's like an easier first step where it's something we can get people to like register or sign mm-hmm. up and then we just all log in and I don't know, we might talk about life, we might have a program, I don't know. But if you have any ideas or if there's anything that you're like, oh man, I would love for you guys to do something around a particular topic um, outside of the podcast, like something that we can get a few people involved in, uh, let us know, because I think that would be cool. Yeah, and we had a lot of fun when we did the live episode Mm -hmm. a while back, and so if there are any topics, we have some ideas, but we also want to hear from you, like what do you want to hear us talk about? Maybe even episode topics or questions or some type of format. We definitely want to do in-person events too, but I think virtual Mm -hmm. will probably be the first one, also because we know we have listeners all over and in Botswana. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, when you're developing like programming, I guess, for like a better word, I think it's important to really make sure it's about your audience. And so even with the podcast, this is kind of one way like that we're talking mm-hmm. and then we get to see your engagement back. But I think it's good to have like those real combos and like for you guys to really um, step in and we can learn more about our listeners, what you really care about, you know, things like that. So um, it's all about making it a an even more valuable experience for you guys. And so I encourage you not to um, feel like there's anything like you can't just reach out and hit us about or if you have an idea or want to talk about anything. Yeah, so hit us on social media or on the website. There's a place where you can leave questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, whatever, quality roasts only um, Mm -hmm. on the website, Mm carlyscouch.com. But how are you doing, Carly, overall? Man, um, overall, I'm... My, I realize that my resting state is excited. Mm. And so, like, I'm just generally, like, excited and grateful. Um, however, well, I'll just say and, because but or however, like, negates everything that you said before. <laughs> so I'll say I'm blessed, I'm grateful. And I feel like I've been going through it the past couple weeks. Um, it's, it's like as soon as you start talking about something, so, like, start get excited about a work project mm-hmm. or a new opportunity or a relationship or whatever... As soon as you're like, yeah, like this is the thing. And then like life is like, oh, interesting. And um, just in so many different ways in my life, I feel like I've been getting tested. And so, yeah. 
on things specifically you'd been trying to focus on or work on or um things that I I would say everything mm-hmm. <laughs> but especially in the areas of things like where I was like gaining momentum or confidence or feeling mm-hmm. more comfortable about talking about mm-hmm. and um life just was like all right well we about to check all of that is that still progression though in a way when you know things are going very well because of course we know life's ups and downs right I think that um, lately when I'm thinking about like, man, I'm like struggling today. If I really look back, I'm like, yo, yesterday was, I was totally on fire and like everything was awesome. So it's like, all right, take a step back. And overall, you know, that's life like up, down, up, down. But when those things happen that are testing you, or if you see it as a test, does that make it automatically progression anyway? Because now you're kind of in a space where, you know, all right, I'm working on this. This thing is happening. Now what? It's like your opportunity to show and prove, kind of. Yeah, I was about to say, I think the first step is awareness, and Mm. awareness is always progression. Like, that pause that we talk about so often in episodes, you know, like, you notice instead of, like, careening automatically downhill Mm. when something doesn't go your way or goes the opposite of how you planned, (laughs) you're like, oh, damn, this sucks. And then you go downhill, like, having that moment of awareness, but I think the real progression is, so the first step is awareness, but then, like how you respond or react mm-hmm. or like you would, like what do you choose to do whenever you're in this space where sometimes things suck mm-hmm. um even if you're blessed and grateful and always looking for the positive thing i think in real life like sometimes things still suck yeah absolutely i think so um and i think that now you're able to look at it. so it's probably stuff you're like probably still going through like nothing's probably just or some things are just right in the moment some things are like uh, a real issue and then I think there's just some things that we're just like in our head just analyzing too much mm-hmm. and like making it a problem when it doesn't have to be um, and so I think it's kind of like what does that assessment look like now that you're in that place where you're like alright I'm getting tested so what are you going to do next or what have you done um, a lot <laughs> I've tried different things I noticed that my first inclination is to go back into unhealthy habits mm-hmm. or thoughts or um, limiting belief systems or um, like for example, like if you don't get a job opportunity or you get turned down for, you know, this thing, like they go with another company and you're like, oh man, I suck. Like I did this, mm-hmm. I didn't do this. Like, and you start owning it, but it's realizing that one, it's not you like the, as amazing as you are, the world does not revolve around you. And so it's not always a you thing. Sometimes it's a them thing or a situational thing, or it just wasn't meant to be and knowing that that's okay too. So, um, the first step I think is trying to like not fall into those toxic habits or unhealthy Mm -hmm. things that you used to do. Like if you know that when you used to like have, have bad stuff happen would be like, you know, spending all your money and drinking and Mm -hmm. not taking care of your responsibility. Mm -hmm. So instead of leaning into those things, it's like taking that pause um, and then deciding to do something different. So I've been trying to do a lot of different things um, like, you know, talking to friends and journaling. Mm -hmm. I've been meditating more than I ever have in my whole life these past two weeks. It's wild. Mm-hmm. I've been doing like multiple 20-minute meditations a day, and I do not meditate. Mm-hmm. I'm a mindfulness instructor. Mm-hmm. I do not like meditating for 20 minutes straight, but I've been doing like two or three a day, um, at least one, but sometimes two to three a day, just because that's the only time where I can like de-escalate and bring myself back down to what I think is like my operating foundation, mm-hmm. foundational level. Mm-hmm. So you've had to catch yourself recently just like bringing yourself back to yourself type. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can identify with that too. And I was trying to meditate the other day because I was just like, and I knew I was spinning my wheels crazy, but I kept, I was telling myself like, oh man, like this is not working. Like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm going to stop everything. And, but I knew I was tripping. So I was like, all right, but I know I'm tripping. 
And yeah. I told my friend, I was like, man, I'm trying to get out of this like loop, but I can't, I feel like I'm stuck in the loop. Um, and I just tried to take a pause too, which helped. But then I was trying to meditate extra. And to me, that just made me like, I don't know, still just think in those, in that space still. So, yeah. um, but I just tried to chill more. And then like, I think by the middle of the day or like the rest of the day, it was like totally different. So I was like, all right, at least I felt chill. Like I didn't feel like I was like in panic mode as much. Um, so I, I think that does help, like just stopping to relax and like meditate. And during those times when I, when you feel most frantic, it's like, that's when you feel like you don't have time and when everything's like just happening, I feel like that's when you're supposed to like take that time or yeah. be able to take that time and recognize or give yourself, um, the ability to say like, I can stop for a second. Like I'm okay. Everything's chill. Um, but that's hard to do when everything's like really moving. Oh my God. It's so tough. And what's funny is like I did the chill thing, but I, I it, that wasn't the only thing that I did. So I, mm-hmm. I have been meditating two, three times a day. I've been working out every single day. I've mm-hmm. been journaling. I've been praying. I've been calling friends and like asking if they have space and like processing mm-hmm. with them. Therapy. You know, I've been literally the gamut of anything that mm-hmm. you I've been painting, been listening to music. <laughs> I've been taking walks in sunshine. I've literally been doing everything that I can. And it's like, even with all that, sometimes stuff still sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's like perspective, right? Like, you know, like it's going to get better, but it doesn't change like in the moment, like, you know, whatever is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Recently, kind of similar to what we were talking about as far as with this check-in, you said you were listening to one of our other podcasts that we just did a couple weeks ago. And that you got tested with that recently. And I kind of did too. So, but that always happens, right? When it comes to, and we're talking about the anti-situationship episode, but when it comes to other people, like you're always like, sometimes you feel good and then sometimes you just don't really feel good. Um, and I think that's when you know, like the challenge is really yourself and like, all right, what's your relationship to this or, you know, what's going on? Um, and I don't know, if, agree if if this kind of how you felt, but um, sometimes when there's another person involved, I think you can get down when you have a lot of stuff going on, but like you can't quite connect with that person too yeah. on that. Um, and so sometimes I think when it's like everything seems like it's happening, it is good. I like how you say remembering that like everything's not about you. So other people are still going through their own stuff too. And that you really do have to figure out kind of how to work your way through it the best you can. Um, but what about that conversation that we had um, kind of sprung into this? Or let me say that better. How did re-listening to the anti-situationship episode spring in the thoughts for what we're going to talk about today? Um, a lot a lot of it. So like I said, I was doing everything that I could to like bring mm-hmm. myself back down or up, like however you look at it, to what I, I feel is my best operating um, foundation, operational foundation or whatever. Um, and it, one is like listening to my growth, like and hearing like me say things. And I'm like, man, that's bars. Mm-hmm. But like, bitch, that's you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, hearing my growth in situations and realizing like, wow, I have come a really long way, mm-hmm. like in my thought processing. Um, but then also you had said something, um, which I was teasing, you said it sounded like wedding vows, but it's talking about, you know, seeing, each day and each person and each situation in your life with fresh eyes. 
mm-hmm. like each day. And so anchoring to those things. So the whole episode, if y'all haven't listened to the anti-situationship episode, it's really good. Um, I'm not just saying that because it's us because I like <laughs> all of our episodes, but it's one of my favorites because I think our growth is really apparent, but also some real gems and a lot of vulnerability around areas that people don't like talking about. Like they don't like being vulnerable about, you know, having, you know, been the person and, you know, blaming stuff on other people or not understanding like who you are in a situation. So you get caught up. And um, I got a lot of really good feedback about it too. So if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. But just hearing, so hearing the growth, hearing the vulnerability, and then hearing like just the cues about the thought processing and the ways that our thoughts have changed and the way that we choose to show up in this in these you know situations and in these relationships really kind of spurred my idea for the conversation today. Mm-hmm. Which is around? Which is around like learning to be okay where everything is like Mm -hmm. even if it's not where you want it to be Mm -hmm. yet or where you think it should Mm -hmm. be or where your attachment of how it has to look um is and I think that's a thing that we talk Mm -hmm. about often but we've never actually had the conversation like okay we're always like yeah you know learn to be okay with where you are but how do you actually learn to be okay with where you are when you are doing all the self-work and sometimes things still suck Mm -hmm. which they always will right so I think that's a given that there's the ups and downs and so that's just a reality check and then with you um, or with me as an individual you as the listener um, I feel like a lot of times like we all are very much um, in a space where we have lots of goals that we want to reach things that we want to do when you're in a position of growth or or you're really into like trying to become your best self and all of that I think it is more um analysis of yourself and everything you're doing and oh man like I messed up or I'm trying to get to this and it's harder and so I think we tend to spend more time criticizing than being okay with like just what's going on right now or checking where we are right now um which you said we do talk about a lot um but when we had that conversation, we're like, man, like we feel good in our situations now where we haven't in the past. And so I think it's an exploration of, well, what's different, right? To really figure out like how, how is it that we can be okay with where we are? And, and keep in mind that that changes, right? Like we can talk about that now. Just like when we talk about, you know, situations or whatever, like, yeah, we have the mindset to talk about and know where we should be, what we should be doing. But of course, like still every day on day-to-day basis, you know, it's still a challenge to... Uh, act in that way that you know and to catch yourself like you're saying from going back to habits things like that and so now it's like all right well we can assess like well I feel I feel good in this time but like why what's different and for me I think that the growth over time that allows me to bounce back quicker with things going up and down or to check myself and be like you know things are cool where they are is the sense of identity changing I think that over Mm. time Um, and everybody's different, maybe where that is, but that I think that in time you realize that your identity has been too attached to whether it's a person or whether it's your work. Um, It may be your family, maybe other things too, depending on the different categories of life. But I think that we learn in time to like detach a little bit more from that, not to identify yourself with those things. And I think that's what makes it hard when things are happening around you or with a relationship or with your job because that's you like my job is me so like damn they didn't want to hire me or I'm about to lose a client or whatever may happen is now a total blow to your whole 
identity and your whole mm. ego. And so how can we make it so that things brush off you? Like, I think that's kind of a goal is, you know, letting the good things and the bad things be able to like, like swish off you without necessarily having to be absorbed and like making that like who you are right now in this day, even if it's a good thing that happened, like not to say you can't be happy about what's happening, but like, that's still not you. That's just right now today and something that happened. Um, And so for me, the conversation goes that way where it's like, all right, well, how do you check where your identity is? And then how do you keep it in a, a space where, you're not affected so badly by everything around you. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, well, that's the episode. Um, <laughs> I think that that is, that is so important and it's so easy to get caught up in the cheers or the lack thereof, right? Or like mm-hmm. the criticism of, of what's going on. And so not letting things take you too high or low. Um, but as a person who is um, easily excitable, as a, someone who, you know, lives like very, you know, I'm very sensitive and in my emotions and all of those things. And that's just who I am. And I've accepted that. But it's like, even with that, there's a level of, you know, this foundation of who I am that I can keep tied to. That way I'm not tossed too far to either side with whatever's going on. Um, and I think that that's a, an excellent point. Why do you think that we get so caught up in the, like, in identifying, you know, who we are and like our, our identity being wrapped up in like our jobs or our relationships or... Mm. I think because that's what overall in society is looked at as the components of what make you a successful person. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people ask how you're doing, you say busy, or you say something about work, or you're out and people ask about what you do because, you know, what you do and how you spend your time, your work is like most of your time, probably. Um, So it makes sense, right? I'm not super annoyed by people always being like, what do you do and things like that, but... Um, I think it's easy to get tied up into that because it is something that you're working on, you're physically doing, and you're seeing results from that, which are tied back to your performance. Mm. Um, And so I think that that does make sense for it to be tied into you. And then if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, you're even more tied in because this is something you created or have worked so hard to build. And so you really become like a part of it. to where it makes sense that, yeah, like that should bother you if something's going on with your work or whatever. But again, if this job was gone tomorrow, like who are you? Um, so I, I think I, I like to question like, man, who am I really? Or even when people ask me about how I'm doing or what's going on, like thinking about what can you say outside of work or what can you say outside of, oh, it's another day type, you know, responses, things mm-hmm. like that. Um and it, I mean, when you break it down, like, really, what is that, right? Like, maybe for you, it, it is, like, um, like excitement or, you know, there's, like, these concepts that you can say, this is really who I am at my core or what I care about at my core. Um, but that's the thing you have to always kind of tie back to. And so I think that's what you have to keep strong is your relationship with yourself. But um, I don't think it's very easy to figure that out, like, who you are. If you didn't have a job tomorrow or if everything changed, like... yeah. I don't know. But I think with other people um, and then when it comes to like relationships, um, that can get hard, too, because you kind of I don't know. I think, again, that's a social thing. Like we, I feel like we're so socialized to be codependent with relationships mm-hmm. overall um, and and not saying like generally everybody or everything. But for the most part, when we see love or relationships, I feel like it's from kind of a standpoint of, oh man, we need each other or we belong together or, you know, there, there, there's this like give and take of us 
needing each other essentially and it kind of sucks to be like oh man I'm single or I feel lonely or you might not have that other person but again it's like this is the reality of the stage you're in and so with being okay with where you are I think it's a constant being aware of what's the opportunities in my space that I'm in like Regardless of where you are, I think there's a perspective change where you yeah. can still navigate the direction that you want to go towards, whether it's going to be like a pity thing or whether it's going to be a move through that thing or whether that thing just doesn't affect you as much and you can still maneuver um, outside of it. And I think that that's where the real issue is because I'm not saying like I ever want to get to a point where nothing affects me and mm-hmm. I'm not anything because I mean, I love being, you know, having such deep emotions because when I when things are amazing, they're amazing. But on the opposite side of that, sometimes I can get as low as I can high. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that sucks. But why I wanted to talk about it and why I think it's important is like if it starts affecting your everyday, like if it affects like these emotions, if they affect your ability to show up in certain situations to get your work done, but you're thinking about it all the time, like there, that's a sign like for me and my self-awareness and growth, like, oh, I'm tripping, tripping. Like I need to do something better. What do you mean when you catch yourself feeling how? Um, whenever it starts to interrupt my day and mm-hmm. like my thoughts and like how I would move and do things, like whenever it starts consuming, like the idea that man, I'm not where I want to be, or like or whatever's want, wish going things on, are different, or yeah, or whatever's going on, or just being hurt because maybe they're not how you thought they mm-hmm. would be or how you want them to be. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, this is like growth. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here, and that's how I know I need it. Like that's why I was like, oh, I need a self check. And to figure out what's going on. So the growth is having that conversation around it. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. growth is like checking yourself and being like, nah, we done come too far like to be here. Like what's Mm -hmm. going on? Like obviously there's something. And like you said, a lot of times it's, you know, an attachment issue to how things have to manifest or where you should be. And a lot of that, a lot of our attachments are socialized for us, like um, where you should be Mm -hmm. at a certain age or what you should be accomplishing or, or in comparison, like looking like, well, they've been an entrepreneur for five years and I have two and their business is booming and mine is not. And so you start taking things personally. Um, And so for me, that's like the moment when I realize I really need to like check myself. Do you um, notice that you get those feelings like regularly or like certain time or can it just be random? Um, I think, I think it's random. Um, I I don't think anything is random. Let me not say that. I think that um, in certain areas in my life, it's much more apparent mm-hmm. than it is in other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just ask that because I wonder um, what patterns may look like for that. Or mm-hmm. um, because I, I was thinking that usually like when I write, you mentioned journaling earlier. A lot of times I'll journal only when I'm feeling some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like when I'm feeling good, I don't necessarily have a you know, the thought to be like, oh, let me write about that. But I did in January. I was like, man, I'm feeling good. And I was like, let me write about it. And so I, I did. But then like flipping through my journal, I think it's so interesting how like one day it's like, oh man, this thing is great. And then it's like, oh man, this sucks. And then it's like, this is great. This sucks. Yeah. And so looking back at the whole thing, it's just like, bro, it's just, it's all fine. Like it's all up and down the same thing. And I wonder if there's patterns around feeling a certain way that actually come right behind um, like really big good things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say like it seems like oh man things are going really good and then it's just like oh man I feel like I'm being tested. And for me, I think maybe that's a test of the self talk and stuff that's going on when things are going really well and then all of a sudden it's just like I don't know like th- whatever is making you start to maybe doubt that or 
that kind of want to brings you back to whatever that story was before you started doing those wins. Like it's always kind of feels like something wants to bring you back to that space. And it is really challenging um, to move through. But for me, when I felt like that, it's more so around like ability and capability, which means I have to do things. So for me, um, sure, I can meditate and take breaks or like self, um, what is it? Like treat yourself type stuff. I did like I got a massage the other day, actually. Um, so like doing things like that, I think is good to like recenter. But at the same time, it's like, all right, I got to get to it for me. Um, and that's like a remind myself who I am because yeah. like I am capable of doing it. So I have to like attack it. And then as I do that, my confidence kind of comes back more. Um, and I'm remembering that it's not necessarily about like this situation, but like I can kind of summon up whatever I need to summon up to like move through whatever the situation is. I think that I'm still trying to figure out though what what the outlets are for going through those times because yeah. I don't. Uh, I want to say I don't really need to like talk to people per se, or like I don't necessarily feel the desire to as much. But I also still don't feel like it's just like me and my own thoughts either. So I don't know. I guess I have to figure that out. But for me, it's a lot of my own, like on my own type stuff, working through things. What? Yeah. And and something that you said is like, you know, checking that story. I think that it always comes back to that story. Like um, you can be the hero or the victim in your own story. And you can and you can write that. And that's the cool part about, you know, our lives is we do get to write that story. And so that's like a good poignant reminder for us mm-hmm. to do those things. Um, but for me, I also like, you know, the phrase like new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's happening is I'm at a place in my growth and awareness that I might not have been a few years ago to where I can actually face these things, like these limiting mindsets, these hard situations that maybe would have crumbled me two years ago, but now I'm like Mm -hmm. able to actually sit there and process and and deal with these emotions and and let them be present. A lot of times um, things that, like, like beliefs that we have about who we are or who we're not, like that we got from people telling us stuff when we were growing up and um, situations and trauma and all of those things, like they resurface in other areas. So like when you have triggers and I'm grateful for moments like this that seem like they suck because they show me like, you know, where I can still grow and where I can still pour into myself and where I can still heal. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and healing is not a beautiful wonderful flowery process all the time like the outcome is definitely better but sometimes it like hurts to heal and go through things and I think that you know now like that we're talking about this it kind of helped give me some perspective around like maybe it's just time for me to deal with these things that I hadn't been Mm -hmm. able to deal with before Mm -hmm. and I like that because I think it's also a reminder that things can be going really well so like you can um, be getting new business opportunities you can um you know, be feeling great and then still have a health issue or still feel like, dang, like maybe I took on too much and I can't do this. But you can, and you can still feel um, like sad or doubtful or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Even when things are going well, which I think is a reminder that life isn't a really about that stuff or like yeah. that's not really what's going to make you <laughs> anything. Like that yeah. that's what that reminds you. And it's, you know, you always see people talking about oh, money isn't everything or, you know, you'll still have certain things. And that's cool because money helps. But like actually in the last couple months, I would say for me personally, too, like I've had way more 
um, success and seeing progress with things with work. And yet I do think that the more I'm doing well with work, like the lonelier I feel or Mm -hmm. the more after like I was up all day and then went out somewhere and then I'd stay up till three to finish some work. And then I started the next day and like everything's like I'm moving so hard and like going so hard and pushing through and like doing crazier hours than I did before. And it feels good doing that. But then when it's time to be like, all right, let me break or like go to sleep or chill or whatever. And then it's like, dang, I feel like I don't have nobody to like do nothing else. Like I'm tired of myself at that point. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like I'm fucking tired of myself uh, from working all day and like, you know, <laughs> dealing with stuff all day. And it's like, oh man, I kind of like want something else going on here. But um, at the same time, I also kind of feel like I don't have time for that either. So <laughs> yeah. like, I'm also not necessarily, you know, calling somebody random just to like hang out or, or do anything. It's not just that I want to hang out. It's just, just want to like chill with somebody or do something else. Um, so I think that is still a reminder that when things are going well and now you're still feeling some kind of way, like what is that really? And I think that is a good opportunity to dig a little deeper uh, about what things you really still need to heal with or, or yeah. figure out for yourself because it ain't really just things coming in or, you know, the good stuff happening. Um, like there's always other things going on as well. And that's, and I think that, that we get so caught up in like this whole successful and, you know, make all this money and do all these things and have whatever that, you know, this is the work, like, you know, with ourselves, like at the end of the day, it's just you and you, like literally, even if there's somebody like lying next to you in bed, like it's literally just you and you have to be okay with like where you are and how things are. And so when things are going amazing or when they're not, like it always gives you an opportunity to look at things in a different way and to continue healing and to continue that self growth, which isn't always comfortable. A lot of it is perspective, but it isn't always comfortable. And so I think that that's, you know, this whole conversation. And I, it's important to talk about it because nobody really talks about this shit. Like, in real life, like, I don't see a lot of conversation around, like, you always see the wins. Like, I see a lot of wins on social media. Like, people, man, you know, close another client. Mm-hmm. You know, flights, not feelings. Like, oh, I'm, in, you know, engaged in this. And then that's beautiful, and I love that. And then sometimes I do see people post about failing But there's never like an in-between space. Like, yeah, like I am getting wins. I have a couple losses, but you know, this kind of sucks. And I don't know if there's a lot of space for it, but like you're not alone in those feelings. Or I think you need to figure out what the space is for that because I don't think it's always that that has to be, and I was about to say announcement. It doesn't even have to be that way, but I don't think you do always have to take it to social or take it, you know, in a certain way to express both sides. Because what I find too is sometimes when I'm feeling like, and it's weird because like I might be feeling like, oh man, I'm not where I'm at want to be right now, or it's some kind of way about something. At the same time, like literally at the same time, I still do have the bird's eye view of things are fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I know I'm straight right now. So I don't want the emotionally driven negative thoughts to be like I don't want that day to be tweeting like, oh man, like I feel some kind of way Saturday. type stuff necessarily <laughs> yeah. because I do feel good too. And sometimes I just use that as like, well, I'm going to just chill because I don't want it to like, oh, man, well, are you going through something? Like, Agreed. Not necessarily. Maybe I need to just be writing something else or something a different way. Um, the types of things that maybe would go out is if, um, oh, man, this thing happened and this is like what I'm doing or, you know, maybe a different way to like talk about specific things. Um, but especially when it has to do with like work or relationships um, and we keep bringing up those two things. I think those are just heavier things that tend to affect us. Yeah. Um, but when it's in those two spaces also, I think those are two spaces where you can also be a little bit more private because 
consider how you come across also because I have a few people that I see and it's always like kind of negative or kind of like they're going through something which is like damn that wouldn't make me want to work with them or like do stuff with them either and so I kind of think about that too when I have like clients who follow me and stuff like I don't need to be talking about what I'm working on or oh man something messed up or whatever you know so I kind of think about that too like where's the right spaces um, and how to work through those things yeah and I wasn't saying like I wasn't saying that like I think people should share all of those things. I just think mm-hmm. that on a broader scale and social media was my example, but even in entertainment and on TV shows and yeah. movies, there's not really a discussion around this middle ground that happens that when you are successful in things, but then you are still healing or whenever. Yeah. I had an idea a, um, a few weeks ago that I was talking to a friend on the phone about. And since then, I think I've mentioned it a couple of times and I don't know where it'll come to fruition or if it will. It's not necessarily something I want to do, but I just had the idea that I'm so tired of panels and, excuse me, um, I feel like a lot of the panels are, you know, people working through stuff, but giving you a narrative of how I knew this all along and this was my plan and this is what we did and this is what happened, Mm -hmm. which we can do. Like, it's very easy to fall into that. But I said, what about having um, a panel about failures where a panel where all you can talk about is things you messed up on or Mm. those are the questions you're getting is like, you're talking about mess ups and what happened and how, how however that worked wow. through something like that to where it focuses people to learn something from you or focuses you to be more real about like things that have happened and um, what you get out of it. I, that's what I want to see or, or something like that when it comes to like these panels, like less about what's all the good things or um, or like conferences, putting that in air quotes for people not watching. Um, where they're like virtual things, but it's like, really, I'm watching this and it's like, okay, cool. Like I got to know about this business owner, but I didn't get any value on like how Mm -hmm. to do anything or like, you know, processes, which just is me personally. That's what I'm looking for when I look at stuff. Um, And when I've gone to panels or like the last panel I participated in, I kind of felt some kind of way on the panel because I'm like, it just, I don't like that feeling of it feeling kind of fakish where it's like, what are we talking about? Like, this isn't gonna help you talking about you know, the one part that worked after the zillion other things that didn't really work or that we're still working through things. And let's be real about what we're working through instead of it just talking about, you know, the couple cool things that happen. Yeah. And I love that. I think that, yeah, that's what in, in my head I envision, like, cause we don't have spaces for that. Like people mm-hmm. do get up there. Yeah. I, I knew since I was three years old that I want to be a billionaire and that I was going to build this thing. Like, did you really? Hello. Hello. There we go. I'm um, mm-hmm. like, did you really know these things or where did that come from? I think that that's a beautiful idea. I would love to be a part and, and be in attendance at that. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah. And it's like constant reminders. I, again, I was talking um, the day before yesterday too about like, you know, when people ask you about, oh man, were you scared when you started your business or stuff like that? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I had no overhead. When I started my business, I didn't, I wasn't paying rent. I was like living in a zillion dollar house, like in grad school and I was working where I was staying. So like, I didn't have to do that much. Like my opportunity was just there to do what I do. And so yeah. I think it's important to keep those real stories. Like I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like I still feel like that sometimes. Although the more I expose myself to um, either comparable businesses or other people or what's going on, you know, marketing and things other places, I'm like, oh yeah, I am like, I'm doing fine. But um, it's whole thing has been a process. Like it's not just... Uh, the same story across the board. I think everybody tries to fit you in the same story of like mm-hmm. there was a decision and you wanted to be like an entrepreneur and then this happened and then that happened and how did you do this or that? And it's like, uh, like the real story is 
just regular life and it's going to sound just like your regular life and it's just I made different decisions maybe but um I think that's important because it lets everybody know like what's real with life and um one of the things I think that helps keep me centered or focused back in when um I need to be like okay with my situation is just really like accepting reality I don't mm-hmm. that probably sounds kind of basic but in line with this whole idea of, man, you know, like I'm a business owner and this and this, like you can get caught up even in your own narratives. And so keeping it real about like, what's the reality of what I'm looking at right now with this person or with this work or with my health or whatever it is, this is what's happening. Okay, cool. Now what? Like take out all that extra like combo around it um, where you think you need to be and just saying, where am I? Like, this is where I am. This is where I am because this is where my skills, my thought process have led me. And so now if I accept this is where I am from here, I can see whatever solutions I need to see or I can switch my perspective to appreciate better what's this reality and recognizing how that's still grown over time without throwing in that kind of shaded part about um, or that kind of ego about what it should be and like, no, this is what it is. Like, I'm this age, I'm single, I live in this place, I have these clients, I'm doing this work, like, this is what it is. Do I need to change some things or does something need to change? Cool, like, what is that? I think you can look at it more from that standpoint instead of, like, letting yourself kind of be sucked into it. I love that, and it's it's like the quote, can't see the forest for the trees. Like, you're so mm-hmm. focused on this one tree that you're not able to see, like, that bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And so just just checking in and being real about with where you are, who you are, how you are outside of any additional narrative. Which I think is the next thing, too, is that when, um, when it comes to the bird's eye view, when you are feeling like things are like, man, like, everything's going wrong, Anytime you say that, it's already false. Um, Because again, I I said like yesterday I was feeling some kind of way. The day before was awesome. And then the next day I was like, damn, this is totally different from yesterday. Like Mm -hmm. totally different. And then my whole brain was tripping differently. And I think that you have to have a greater connection to like the bird's eye view, which is why I like my planner and like looking back at the cool things happening too. And like remembering like, all right, girl, this is, you know, it's not that serious. Um, But also being connected to a greater thing outside of yourself as in, uh, taking that time to on your walk like look at the nature around you and like like something even that simple just realizing like how little this is and how yes. small this is and that it's just a piece of all of these cool things mm-hmm. like you know sometimes I'll flash back and like remember all the cool stories from like things I've done in the past and like man it's really been a cool life and this is a different life it's not like anybody else's it's not something that's like I did this, went to school, you know, boom, boom, boom. Like, nah, I was out here with the Gypsy King. That's what I was about to say. The Gypsy King yeah, was the like, first thing that came I was out mind. here. I was out here in Romania, like, running these streets <laughs> and stuff. Like, I've done a lot of interesting things That's and random so cool. things and um, have had cool opportunities. And, like, you just think about, you know, that there, it's a bigger picture. Like, it's not, it's not going to look the same across the board. It's not going to look like Warren Buffett or anybody else you see. Um, but that you do have the opportunities to take it where you want to take it. And so I think making sure you stay connected to something bigger um, is a good way to realize that you're not really all that. You're not really the focus. Yeah. And so much, it's, I think it's so much ego that just like with relationships, when you get mad with somebody else, it's kind of probably because of your own expectations on them. I think when it comes to this, this is like doing that with yourself. This is like I had two expectations of myself or 
Um, like my ego was too turned up for myself that now I'm upset because of my own self and the own things I'm setting that aren't like based in what's really happening. Yeah. Is your mic messing up? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh there hello. You go. Okay. okay. I'm not hello. Okay, I'm not gonna touch it. <laughs> uh, um, I really love that. I think that it's reminding yourself of that you can that you have the option also to write write your narrative. Like mm-hmm. someone is not reading your story and like today Alexia has a terrible day. It's like mm-hmm. you you are in the moment and you have the choice to see life for what it is and to do things. So not only like remembering that your path is different than everybody else's and that that's okay and that that's the beautiful part about what you get to do is understanding that, you know, what you're struggling with, you know, changing your perspective and understanding that those are opportunities mm-hmm. to grow, to challenge the societal norms of who you have to be, where you have to be, how you have to show up mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to be you and do what you want to do and how you want to do it. Like learning to, you know, respond better and to honor yourself and to grow and realizing that you don't always have to have everything together in these situations, but that you have the agency to change it on any single day and on what that can look like. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's what I did spend all of yesterday. Like when I was tripping, like I spent a lot of time trying to flip that around. Mm. And then at some point I finally realized, oh, it's flipped around because now I'm not thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's also kind of a weird thing when you're thinking too hard about it. But I think it kind of starts there and then your brain like goes that direction maybe. Um, but overall, I think you catch those thoughts and you can flip your perspective to focus on where you're going and what you're doing to get there versus like, I'm not there or I don't have this thing. Yeah. Um, when you catch yourself being like, man, if only this or if I had this or oh, I need this thing and then everything will be fine or I'll be happy or then I'll feel more at peace or free or whatever. You are putting an obstacle in your way to get mm-hmm. to something that you don't have to have an obstacle to get to. And you're making things harder than they need to be. And you can be happy right now. You can feel peaceful right now and still have these things going on. And I think that's the um, that's what's hard is like really figuring that out. And so these things um, help me to kind of get back to that space where no matter what's going on, you still kind of feel okay. Um, And that's when my perspective is on that positive more than the negative. You got to catch those thoughts or how you're thinking. Yeah, And those conditions, like I'll Mm -hmm. be happy when I get that client. I will be, you know, I will have made it when I get married and Mm -hmm. have kids or whatever those things are. And um, I like something that you have referenced to earlier is like just reconnecting to who you are without any of those things. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about yourself, who are you? Like explain who you are without your work, without your relationship, without any of these things that we're tied to, because those things can change any moment. Like, Mm -hmm. especially thinking about work and relationships, because those are tied to other people oftentimes. And everybody has different stories, and we don't know how any of those things are going to end. And so it's, you know, figuring out who you are and being okay with that. Yeah, without being dependent on it. Like, no matter what that person did or their job, what happened. How are you going to be okay? Yeah, how are you going to be okay regardless? And that's a good question. Like, think about how you would answer that. Um... Another thing I would say, too, is um, looking at, and this kind of goes with the perspective reframe, but looking at whatever that season is, whether it's like, oh, man, I'm dealing with an additional issue that I have to deal with in therapy or with your health or um, 
maybe there's something like a loop thrown at you or it's like, oh man, I'm single and I wish at my age I wasn't. Like if it's something like that, I think what you can do is also, again, look at your reality and look at that season to see what things do you have opportunity to do now in this season because of those things. Um, And I think that it's pretty cool when like stuff happens to you, like everything feels like it's going well and all of a sudden like that's when your car breaks down or now (laughs) that's when you got to like, um, pay for um, registration. Yeah, something like it's always some stuff, right? That happens then, and I think those are good reminders. Like, dang, I do. I have the ability to take care of it. So, okay, cool. Um, when it comes to people and other things around you, it's like, all right, in this season, like of me being single or whatever it is, what what can I do right now? And like, really take advantage of that because that's where you are, and like that's what you can be doing instead of kind of like. You're wasting your energy, I think, wasting time to think about things that that kind of doesn't matter right now. Like, that's just not where you are. Um, and I think it's okay to want something different. So maybe you want a relationship or you want whatever to happen. But where you are, what do you need to do? I love that. And I had to check myself um, this whole week. Like, if I died tomorrow, which, yeah, we know that somebody didn't like our episode on death. And so talking about morose things. But... <laughs> um, you know, if I died tomorrow, would I be happy with how I spent my time? Like, is how I'm spending my time, like, benefiting me or making me better, helping me grow as me mulling yeah. over this same situation yeah. constantly, like, for hours? Okay. Like, no. And I'm not okay with that, spending my time. Okay, so now that you know there's an issue, what are you going to do to change it? What are you going to do to do different? And then um, the last one that I have to share is, like, the last thing to help you feel okay with where you are and to give introduce some more perspective because that's really what it comes back down to into when you feel like you're losing it or you're getting overwhelmed or whatever is to be grateful, to practice mm-hmm. gratitude for where you are, how far you've come, for who you are, for the people in your life. Like your life is so much bigger than whatever feels so heavy on your heart right now. And or whatever, you know, you can't stop thinking about or whatever you're trying to fix or whatever problem that there is, like your life is so much bigger. And if you look back on your life, like figuring out like I've made it through everything else that I thought that I couldn't or that I was struggling with or that I, you know, used to struggle with. And now I'm amazing at like just looking at your own personal growth, not saying to don't have those feelings and not be sad or not be upset or not be whatever, but just to remind yourself like that's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the most important things. And I think practicing gratitude, and maybe I'm biased, but I think that's one of the easiest things on this list and one of the easier ways to quickly center yourself at any time. If you just start running through like, man, like sometimes I'll just be at, at the crib and I'll just be like, man, I like really like my house now, like versus where when I first moved here, you know, where I first went to or mm-hmm. I might say, dang, like I just love, you know, the sun like sitting on the balcony or eating a meal, like whatever you're doing, just really being like, man, I'm thankful, like things are going well. Um, And I think that always just brings you right back. And I think that's an easy way too, to remember that it's not all bad or it's not all, you know, whatever you're struggling with, Um, that there's so many good things going too. And so that's a really good practice, whether you start your day in your day or just throughout the day, Um, try to think about a few things you're thankful for. Or maybe when you feel some kind of way, just start going through a list. That would probably be a good idea too. Man, the notes in my phone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's so many. It's like me processing and then a gratitude list or me processing and then this thing, um, which Mm -hmm. is funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then to your point also, I think it's important just to 
reach out to people too. Like if you if you are feeling like, oh man, I'm in a sunken place right now. Like it is hard to you know do the gratitude and to center yourself sometimes if you're like that far gone. In which case, I would suggest reaching out to somebody and talk to people and you know sometimes just have conversation that's even if it's not about your specific situation sometimes just like having combos is good for um just getting out of that thought process sometimes it's just about being in your own head or maybe you're by yourself and you just need to get that out um there's a lot of people who are going through things often and i think that and i'm thinking about somebody in particular recently um and you know, you can be on stages or you can be in front of people and and just talking about things and never giving up. And, you know, even like all the things we talk about with our podcast mm-hmm. and then still like you'd be struggling and or that that moment where it's like too, too much and you, you can still lose it. Um, and so I think it's important that you really try to maintain and focus and, and, and learn yourself to really come up with what's your game plan. So out of all this stuff we're talking about, like what's your game plan that works for you um, to bring you back and to center you and to remember life is good and and that you have um, all the space and opportunity to like really move forward into this person that you're working to be. Um, And so like really kind of grabbing from all of this, I'm interested in hearing, um, you know, what things work for you. Like when you're like, man, I ain't where I'm supposed to be or things should be whatever, Mm -hmm. like that should word. Um, you know, what kind of stuff is helpful? Or if there was anything we said that was helpful, I'd like to know, you know, what that may be for you. Um, it sounds like me and Carly are similar to where we, when stuff goes on, we just, our brains just start going and you just start processing mm-hmm. it, whether you write it, um, move around, whatever, just think through it. Um, but it's kind of those same types of steps. And I feel like it's, you always get back to where you need to be. Um, and sometimes it takes longer than other times. But um, again, I think, the key is to appreciate the space that you're in um, as hard as that can be sometimes. It really is. And knowing that it's okay to go through these things, you're not alone. Like everybody, even if they are on stages and have podcasts and whatever, like struggles mm-hmm. with things and that it's okay. Like I think it's okay to normalize like processing and mm-hmm. having these ups and down moments, but just being real with yourself when they happen, checking in and then moving forward in a way that honors yourself. Mm-hmm. And be vulnerable. Sorry, I'm, I hate, I'm throwing stuff on no, this still. <laughs> still you're throwing good. stuff on here. But that uh, made me think too. I think a, a big key as well is for you to be more vulnerable. The more vulnerable you are with the people who matter and who are close to you, yes. um, I think that gives other people a little bit more space to do the same and or it helps you get out of your brain too. Um, so you're not feeling so much like keeping a thing together or... Um, I think when people can see a little bit of that, it's helpful for them as well. Or like, or what you'd realize is, dang, I'm not the only person going through stuff. Like, it's never yeah. that. Like, when you could be talking to somebody and let them talk and they're talking about all these things that happened to them and then they don't even know, like, what happened with you or, or what's going on with you. And not to make everything like the Hurt Olympics or Struggle Olympics <laughs> or anything like that either. But, you know, I feel like in the last couple of weeks, there's been a few of different friends who's like crazy, like a lot of stuff is happening. Bruh. And it's like, damn, like, you know, it's not everything's not about me or, you know, still reaching out to other people. And maybe when you feel some kind of way, that's a good time to check on other people too, or uh, try to kind of focus out that way as well. So it's not just you. So to talk about it or to be open about it, at least, you know, in conversation to people should be a good thing. It is. And just to laugh, my last <laughs> thing on that. All right, we really done Damn, now. sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, my last thing on that is like knowing that 
it's okay and not feeling like you always have to be the strong friend or Mm -hmm. um, you always have to be that person to of positivity. Like I am a walking ball of love and positivity my whole life. That does not change that sometimes shit sucks and sometimes I go through things and I'm learning that that's okay. Like the story I had in my, in my head was that I had to always be happy and always show up like this for my friends and always do this. And what I realized is that nobody actually expects that of me. Mm -hmm. I was just beating myself up for no reason, expecting Mm -hmm. myself to show up like that. Hello. Hello. Dang. I hold it. Here we go. (laughs) And that I was expecting myself to show up in those spaces and thought that that's why they love me. My friends just Mm -hmm. love me for who I am, whether I'm having a bad day or having an amazing day. Yeah, because people don't even be known about those good things sometimes too, or the bad things. So it's like they're gonna be there regardless. Exactly. Um. So speaking of like good things going on, um. Carly participated in something pretty awesome this past weekend. I think she wants to use that as her shout out. Yeah, man. Yeah, my heart is so full. It, one of the best feelings in the world is seeing, I, like bringing ideas to life. I can't say seeing because that sounds passive, but like actively bringing ideas to life. Um, this past weekend, we had Until We All Win is a 5K in Lamert Park, shut down Crenshaw, shut down 48th, brought like over 600 people out to the city to run. So much, so many beautiful black and brown people. Um, and people of all colors, but mostly black and brown people, amen, out there running. And um, it from the outside, it sounds like, oh, it's a run. Okay, that's cool. But it's so much more than that. It's about creating access and opportunities in spaces where people don't have that. Like when I became a trainer, it was, um, and a yoga teacher, it was to create access to holistic health and wellness practices for communities of color for people who tr- who don't traditionally have access to these modes for social emotional learning for stress resiliency for all of these techniques and so um big shout out to our own Lee Dustin Chris um we partnered with Nike uh Nike Los Angeles and then keep it 100 with Butta Chris Focus um everybody it was amazing it was so beautiful just to see um brought out some high school kids it it was uh, my heart is so full was it a program or it was like a regular run that um, that they've done before just in this area? Um, so it was it was a run, but there was a slight program. Like the, some people got up there and talked and then after there was a panel that followed it um, mm. in the city. But the thing that these these things don't happen in these communities, like um, we in the fall, we did a run in Inglewood. They don't do that there. They don't do 5Ks. You always have to go to Manhattan Beach or to Venice Beach or to Santa Monica or downtown. To do them with like particular entities or something? With Well, I mean, they just don't ha- typically have them. Like when Nike does mm-hmm. activations, when people do marathons, like they don't do them through the hood. Mm-hmm. And so the opportunity to bring things like that into our communities. There are so many people walking outside of their houses in Inglewood and in like around Lamar Park in that area. Just like, what are y'all doing? Like, why are mm-hmm. we doing this? People out there cheering like with their little kids, like saying, hey, mm-hmm. it's like people ran by it's like you know normalizing these things in our communities too like showing them like people who look like you do yoga they do work out they do healthy things there are opportunities like this in our neighborhoods like soccer dance football like all of these things like outside of what we're traditionally given Mm -hmm. okay because that's what I was trying to wrap my head around too is like okay cool what what makes this something that's not just like oh that's a cool thing like what is it really what's the impact really it's access and exposure it's being able for those kids to see 
adults who look like them out there living healthy lifestyles, out there talking about changing mm-hmm. their lives, about running marathons, about inspiring, about like, oh, I want to run a half marathon. Nike has a half marathon coming up. And it's for women. So women in sports, women in coaching, women in all of these things. And so it's, you know, showing people that you have a reason and an outlet to do it that's outside of what they're traditionally exposed to. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just, you know, rich white women that do yoga. It's not just, you know, white men or white people that do marathons like there's Mm -hmm. black and brown people and that whatever you whatever you want whatever you need whatever you believe in like there's an outlet for you and in our communities like by people who look like you so Mm -hmm. access exposure and opportunity it's just something that we don't have a lot of and so it's beautiful to see people you know from the community coming together to create these spaces and these um opportunities for everybody that is cool um is there another one planned or was that a one-time thing um, for now? Well, so, no, no, no. We're going to start doing more. There's actually a wellness day coming up in March, March 21st in Lamert Park. A wellness day um, put on by Destination. Oh, and also. Oh I was about to say, who's the main Oh, God, shout out to Destination to Crenshaw for also for being <laughs> our partner and, and everything for the run. So it was Nike, Destination Crenshaw, um, Keeper 100 and our own. And so in March... Destination Crenshaw and our own are putting on a wellness day for free in Lamert Park. Should, like, you oh, know, that's cool. Which is awesome. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. And and um, this week, our question is, what can I stop making excuses for? So I want y'all to answer this this week. What Ooh. can you make ex- stop making excuses for? What can you stop making excuses for? Um, for me, I can stop making excuses for... Um, I'm going to say not eating better mm. because I tend to just not plan. Dang, I want to say something else, too. I got a lot of things that make excuses okay, I hear for. Okay, I want to hear the two that you were just um, thinking about. So, yeah, so I would say eating a certain way because I, I don't really need to have excuses for that. Um, it's just a matter of better planning and not waiting until I'm, like, at the last straw or starving or whatever, and then I'll just mm. make bad decisions about ordering stuff. Um, but the other thing, too, I, I would need to stop making excuses um, around my follow-up game, I think I just I, I don't know what it is, or, or I kind of know what it is where I just like avoid a lot of like emails and stuff. There's stuff that I'm like that should be the top of my list, but I just I don't get to it, or I'm not responding to people quick enough, even if it's just to say hey I'll get back to this or whatever. Um, and then it just spirals. I think like time, and then it gets awkward, and I just it's just something where I just need to attack that more like just do it um instead of thinking too hard um and making excuses for not like just following up with people or being regular about you know responding back to the emails or a text or whatever it may be i second that was literally what i had thought of is my follow-up game um because there's a couple emails i need to send today that i should have sent last week why did i not send them no excuses um yeah i I have to stop making excuses for that Mm -hmm. sometimes i feel like it's like kind of nervous to pull more onto your plate but at the same time like talking to like my financial guy the other day he's like don't make problems where they aren't there yet so like if it, I told him I was kind of like I'm kind of worried about pulling in more work because he's like well pull that shit in and like then just we'll, see then we'll talk about it yeah but I don't know <laughs> well my mentor one of my mentors um, shared a piece of advice with me that I really loved and that I kind of live by now and he, he was like um, we were talking about before I graduated from business school, like, well, what do you want to do? Da, da, da. And I started thinking about all these things. And he said, Carly, why are you tripping over a job you don't have? And I was like, what mm-hmm. do you mean? He said, people come in my office every day and he gets paid the big bucks to ask good questions. That's what he does. 
He's like, people come to my office every day like, well, if I get this job, then I have to move across the country. And then what about the salary? And then it does this. And he was like, and they go on this entire mental anxiety attack because of this. And he's like, and they have not even gotten the job yet. He's like, sometimes Mm -hmm. they haven't even applied. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing in those areas of your life where you are putting problems that don't even exist yet? Mm -hmm. Like you're... Making things more complicated than they need to be. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of thinking through yesterday, that concept. I was like trying to figure out a tweet that could say what I really want to say and I couldn't figure it out. And so I just didn't say anything yesterday. But just this idea that... This idea that um, even though like things things are going well, but it's still like hard, but they don't have to be hard. Like things, it's okay for things to be easy. Mm-hmm. And like, am I making things more difficult because I I like seeing the challenge to work through? Versus, hey, we don't have to work through everything. How do you know at what point it's like? Yo, making this into a challenge where I could just go the easy way and like just do what I need to do. For example, like you might be stressing about finding a client or something, whereas like, yo, you have this list of five people. If you just hit them, be like, literally just hit them, like, yo, I'm doing this, put me on, or like just do something yeah. that can be a lot easier than you thinking too hard. Like just reach out to people. And a lot of times maybe it's, you know, you not being vulnerable or something like that, honestly. Um, or being scared of like scared what of people are going to say. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when you really think about it. But like things can be easier and it's okay for things to be easy. And that's kind of like what I've been thinking about lately is like when I'm feeling stressed, you know, why? And like what am I doing to make this a stressful situation Yeah, is the question I've been trying to ask myself. What am I doing to make this a stressful situation? Yeah, you so need to answer 20, that too. 20 questions later. <laughs> I know. We asked a couple questions in this one where it's like, damn, let me think about that for the week. Um yeah, so I think that's all we got for y'all. So um, appreciate it. If this was of value to you or if you know anybody else who could use a conversation around, you know, how to be okay with where you are, how to set your identity and and be good at your core so that you're unwavering, unshakable when things are going mm-hmm. up and down, um, please share this episode with somebody else. Um, and we appreciate you as always. And we will see you next week. Peace.